The Bible Study Podcast, episode 786. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Zechariah with chapter 8. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Zechariah 8, the Lord promises to bless Jerusalem. The word of the Lord Almighty came to me. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I am very jealous for Zion. I am burning with jealousy for her. This is what the Lord says. I will return to Zion and dwell in Jerusalem. Then Jerusalem will be called the faithful city, and the mountain of the Lord Almighty will be called the holy mountain. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Once again, men and women of ripe old age will sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each of them with cane in hand because of their age. The city street will be filled with boys and girls playing there. This is what the Lord Almighty says. It may seem marvelous to the remnant of the people at the time, But will it seem marvelous to me, declares the Lord Almighty. This is what the Lord Almighty says. I will save my people from the countries of the east and the west. I will bring them back to live in Jerusalem. They will be my people, and I will be faithful and righteous to them as their God. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Now hear these words. Let your hands be strong so that the temple may be built. This is also what the prophets who said who were present when the foundation was laid for the house of the Lord Almighty. Before that time, there were no wages for the people or hire for animals. No one could go about their business safely because of their enemies, since I had turned everyone against their neighbor. But now I will not deal with the remnant of this people as I did in the past, declares the Lord Almighty. The seed will grow, the vine will yield its fruit, the ground will produce its crops, and the heavens will drop their dew. I will give all these things as an inheritance to the remnant of this people. Just as you, Judah and Israel, have been a curse among the nations, so I will save you, and you will be a blessing. Do not be afraid, but let your hands be strong. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Just as I had determined to bring disaster on you and show no pity when your ancestors angered me, says the Lord God Almighty. So now I have determined to do good again to Jerusalem and Judah. Do not be afraid. These are the things that you are to do. Speak the truth to each other and render true and sound judgment in your courts. Do not plot evil against each other. Do not love to swear falsely. I hate all this, declares the Lord. The word of the Lord Almighty came to me. This is what the Lord Almighty says. The fasts of the fourth, fifth, seventh, and tenth month will be joyful and glad occasions and happy festivals for Judah. Therefore, love, truth, and peace. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Many people and the inhabitants of many cities will yet come, and the inhabitants of one city will go to another and say, Let us go at once to entreat the Lord and seek the Lord Almighty. I myself am going. And many peoples and powerful nations will come to Jerusalem to seek the Lord Almighty and to entreat him. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In those days, ten people from all languages and nations will will take firm hold of one Jew by the hem of his robe and say, let us go with you because we have heard that God is with you. This is a nice upbeat chapter. This is the picture of what God intends for his people. God intends to be a bulwark around him. How many times in this chapter do we get the Lord Almighty? Do you think perhaps that God is trying to get across some particular idea? This idea of the Lord Almighty, that God is the Lord Almighty. The word of the Lord Almighty came to me, and it just keeps repeating. The Lord Almighty says this. The Lord Almighty says this. 
And so we get this wonderful picture of Zion, of Jerusalem, the faithful city, the holy mountain, with old men and women in ripe old age, sitting in the streets, watching the kids play, the boy and the girls playing. I don't know what games they played at that time, uh, whether it was hide and seek, if that goes back that far, or if they're kicking balls or, or what it is they're playing. But you get this just beautiful image of the old people are out watching the kids play and the kids are playing and they're not worried about anything. So different from so many pictures we get in the prophets of disaster coming. And so now God is saying, I'm going to bring you peace. I'm going to bring you this idyllic picture. And he says, it may seem marvelous to the remnant of the people at that time. Remember, this is a people who have been in exile for 70 years, or at least a lot of them were in exile for 70 years. And they had been just really, were the low man on the totem pole right? Just everybody could roll right over them. The only reason they're back is that the Persians showed mercy on them. I mean, there's really no reason why the Persians had to do anything for the Jewish people, but they do allow them to come back. The Babylonians had taken them away because they had rebelled against Babylon. They had been under Babylon's thumb before that under Assyria's thumb. And so this idea of everything is okay, it may seem amazing to you, but I love the phrase, but will it seem marvelous to me, declares the Lord, the Lord what? The Lord Almighty, right? This is the Lord Almighty the prophet is trying to get across here. And if he is the Lord Almighty, then certainly this is something he can do. And this is encouraging for me because I don't know about you, but I'm a little uh, discouraged by the news these days. Without getting into politics, I'm concerned that my kids may not have what I had, a safe, secure country to grow up in. And so you can imagine what these people felt like, right, who had been through all this and saying, you know, that seems simple, but it also seems too much. It seems too far from where they are. That sense of security. Remember, as we were reading Nehemiah and as we're going through Ezra and they're rebuilding the wall, they're rebuilding the wall with their you know, with a brick in one hand and their sword in the other because their enemies are still around them. This is the same time period here now when they're told to rebuild the temple. Those enemies haven't gone away. And so this idea that you're just going to be watching the kids play is a wonderful, wonderful, normal (laughs) experience that they would just really like to see. And God says, it's not going to be marvelous to me because I'm what? the Lord Almighty. And so he says, I will save my people from the countries in the east and the west. Remember, they've had problems with the east, with the Assyrians, with the Babylonians to the north, with the Assyrians to the east, to the west with the Egyptians. And I'm going to save them from all these countries and bring them back to live here in Jerusalem. And now, because of that, Hear these words and take heart, basically. Let your hands be strong so that the temple may be built. Basically, be encouraged by these words of God so that you can get this work done that needs to be done. And then I won't deal with you like I dealt with the people in the past. And he's talking about this wonderful time period where the seed's going to grow, the vine's going to yield fruit, the ground's going to produce its crops, the heavens will drop their dew, all of these things going on where before there were There were droughts. There were time periods where God was holding back the rain because the people were unfaithful. All of these things are changing. And just as you have been a curse among the nations, in other words, that people would hear about 
what God had done or what what God had allowed to happen to his people. And people like, whoa, you know, I just really am glad I'm not Jewish. And said, you will be a blessing. And skipping down to the end, that there many people are going to want to just take a hold of your hem. As you can imagine walking down the street at 10 people trying to hold the hem of your garment because they understand that you are Jewish and they understand that you are blessed by God. That's the picture that God is painting here through the prophet. Your, your ancestors angered me. They det- and then again, we get these things. So what should you do, right? We should build a temple. But what else should you do? And surprise, surprise, these are the things you should do. Speak the truth to each other. Render true and sound judgments in your courts. Do not plot evil against each other and do not love to swear falsely. I hate all this, declares the Lord. I think of news stories that I won't bring up where, you know, someone in the politics uh, got caught in a lie. And, you know, these are not the things that God wants. I think about struggling in the courts and, you know, to try to find out what is true and how politics gets in there. But we really just want, God wants judgment to be true. He wants true judgment just to speak the truth, to not swear falsely. All of these things is what God wants and what God wanted from them, what God wants for us. And it's the same things the prophets have been saying, right? How do you treat all your neighbors? How are you treating those who are poor? Are you, you know, and one of the reasons why justice comes up is justice is how you treat the people you have power over. And do you treat them like people who God loves or do you treat them like people you have power over? And the word of the Lord came to me, it says, that the fasts, and fasts, you know, are time periods when you're remembering God, but also, you know, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun, but they're going to be joyous occasions. These time periods are going to be festivals because they're remembering your relationship to God. You're fasting to celebrate your relationship to God. Therefore, love, truth, and peace. And all of these people are going to come to the city. All these people are going to seek the Lord. They're going to seek the Lord in Jerusalem, and they're going to grab you by the hem of the garment and follow you because God is with you. We are intended to be a beacon for the world, just as the people here, the Jewish people, were intended to be a beacon for the world, to understand what it means to be loved by God. We are intended in our actions, but also people are supposed to look at us and see people who are filled with what? who People who love truth and peace. And we're intended that they would want to come and grab us by the hem of our garments because God is with you. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. 
because here we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. <laughs>